0: This week on Kettle of Fish, comedian Caleb Simon stops by to talk about kooky conspiracies and
1: contemporary comedy. Welcome to our after show. We call Kettle of Fish the no-politics master show. It's time for Kettle of Fish. No debate, hate, or argument allowed on Kettle of Fish. It's like a Willy a psychedelic acid trip. So hooray for Kettle of Fish. All righty, welcome to Kettle of Fish, the show after the show, the talk after the talk, the twenty-minute comedy money shot after the two hours of political foreplay, sort of. All right, Fern and Dee, are you ready to get fishy?
0: Maybe. Oh yes. (laughs) Now I hear the cat. Aww. (laughs) Yeah. he's,
2: He's really trying to get some attention.
1: Aww. Right on. Now, who is that the voice of? I, I feel like there's a well, deja vu here.
0: It is <laughs> deja vu. We have Caleb Finan once again, and hopefully uh, technological issues will not screw us up tonight. No, it's it's cool, because um, for anybody who doesn't know, um, when we do our shows on Sunday, it just the way that things are set up, after the ignorance equation, we have Kettle of Fish. Well, if whoever our guest is for the day, is not already with us, they're locked out. Um, the studio locks it at 3 o'clock, which is when we typically start, um, for whatever reason, because they're weird. So that's what happened this
1: week. Um, we... However, that's not a problem tonight, Caleb. So if we lose you, no. we'll just keep calling back and yes. calling back and calling back. Excellent. Yeah. Wonder- I think I'm the- feeling good about today, though. I'm feeling really good about it. Right yeah, the on. NSA
0: is, you know,
1: taking a nap. Something. Yeah, and that's the funny thing yeah. is, um, I always write people. I say, hey, um, w- in addition to your comedy or your acting gig or whatever we're talking about, what would you like to talk about? And Caleb wrote back, conspiracy theories, the Kennedy assassination. We get him on the show, and then he gets cut off like three minutes in. I wonder what. Exactly. As behind-
2: soon as I start to blow the lid off of off of those what they're trying to make us do, uh, they, right. they shut
1: our phones down. There you go. Yeah. Dee, before we jump right in with Caleb, um, tell everybody real quick about the Lipson contest and where to find everything. we got to get this rolling. Absolutely. If you go to
0: facebook.com slash K-O-F show, spelled just like it sounds, the letter K, the letter O, the letter F, and the word show – you can click on the giveaway tab to enter to win a nifty, awesome kettle of fish prize pack that will include a kettle of fish. Goodness, not real fish, Ooh. but maybe some Swedish fish. I'll have to get some Swedish fish to put in there, definitely. Um, and I know. I, You've had Swedish fish. There's a the little cherry-flavored fishy can. No, you haven't. Oh my god, like it's so good! You Sometimes
2: uh, I love those you things. get the cheap brand. They'll be called Scandinavian swimmers.
0: Yes, I've seen <laughs> that, or something similar, like scan I don't know. Um, they yes, taste so you exactly. Uh, we're giving away a kettle full of fishy prizes, as well as some really cool swag that is being sent to us from some of our previous celeb guests. And no, one, of yeah, one of the prizes, yeah, one of the prizes just came in today. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yay. And they were awesome enough to send. We don't want to give it away yet. We, we wanted to be a surprise. Um, but they were awesome enough to send us two along with a note that says, you know, if you want to keep one, I totally understand it. I'm like,
3: yay. Yeah, I'm totally so. jealous of this swag. I'm 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 thinking about this kettle of fish kettle and thinking, How too can I enter this giveaway? Man. <laughs> <laughs> a fake mustache and a fake name. How
1: about um Rufus? I picture you as a Rufus in your full. A identity. Rufus? Rufus. I I, I, could yeah.
3: I just be Fernando and just call it a day?
1: Better. I guess you <laughs> know, cool. Cool. Fernando Fu. And we actually um, – I'll tell this quick story. I don't want to dig into Caleb's time here, but this just came to mind. Me and Fernando Fu um, in third grade tried to do a magic show. We auditioned for a talent show, and we did magic, and we were so horrible at it. Like we tried to put an egg in a bottle, and we put vinegar on it, but we were too stupid to know it was supposed to be hard-boiled. So like the egg went everywhere, vinegar <laughs> went all over the place. Oh, and we, oh my gosh. Our performance was so bad, we got sent to the principal's office. They thought we were <laughs> – Whoa. We sucked so bad, and we were just idiots. Yeah, that's pretty That's rough. funny. Speaking that of talent, rough.
3: Caleb, tell
1: everybody all about you, what you're working on right now, and um, how did you start out? Did you do talent shows when you were in school? Uh, I mean, I, I did the plays,
2: like uh, the last days when the improv and uh, – I did one talent show, and uh, I was going to do stand-up for it, and then it got canceled. So the first time I ever did stand-up, I didn't. They canceled the whole show, and it kind of made me think they canceled it because they didn't like me, but uh, (laughs) that was in, like, like, middle school or something. So, yeah. Did you ever find out why they canceled it? No, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, Obama. Yeah, Obama. He wasn't the president yet, but he was already ruining things.
1: Absolutely. So what are you working on? What do you have coming up for all the Caleb Comedy fans out there? Uh, well, I'm going on a little tour uh, at the
2: end of the month around the south and uh midwest. So make sure to come Great. see if I'm in your town. I'm in a lot of different states and stuff. And uh, I'm working on a lot of stuff. I've got a little few web series that will be coming out on your Facebook feeds, hopefully. and uh, right on. Yeah. So
1: do you like multi-platform with your comedy? Do you like doing different things like little web series and then doing – because I feel like today, nowadays, like the age that we're in, you can't just kind of do one thing. Nobody can be a one-trick pony anymore no matter how talented they are, right?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, it's also you need to – there's a whole generation of people who don't own TVs. And uh, and you got to find a way to get in front of them because they're coming out to shows and you want them to come out. I watched this uh, video, it was like a week ago, Jay Leno went on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and they did a bit where Jimmy Fallon like hurt his leg during the monologue and he had to limp away and Jay Leno came in and did like five or six jokes and then tagged back out and Jimmy felt better. And uh, this is a dumb little bit and, uh, and one of the top comments, I think it was the number one comment was, hey, old dude should have his own show. And I looked at this guy. This guy really didn't thought it was just like a random guy from the audience coming in. He had never heard of this guy.
1: Oh my! God. He was like, "Hey,
2: that old wow. guy was pretty funny." So I mean, you just gotta you gotta keep putting yourself in front of these these youngins. And the internet, I mean, they're all they're all over it. So, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. 24, so I you know I gotta I gotta be hip.
0: Oh, hey, I'm just looking. Is this? Uh, Yeah, this is your schedule for this year, right? So is that correct? On March 23rd, you're going to be at Scruffy City Hall in Knoxville?
2: That's true. Nice.
0: You know what? We're actually just a half an hour away, so we'll totally have to send you a message. Maybe we'll have to do dinner or something. That'd be awesome. Excellent. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to be in Knoxville.
1: Let's jump into the OJ thing because one of the things you wanted to talk about, which we're both watching, we love American Crime Story, The People versus OJ Simpson. Oh, yeah. And almost on cue, you say you want to talk about it a couple days later, this new breaking incident with OJ comes up with a knife. Like, do you believe this is, is, the timing to this is so uncanny that after what, like 14 years? is the time that this cop decides to, for anybody who doesn't know what happened, so apparently a couple years after O.J. was arrested, they were excavating in his backyard. I think they were tearing the house down or remodeling a property. He no longer owned it. They found a knife in the backyard. Um, The cop never turned it into evidence. He held on to it for all these years. He's now retiring, and like a dumbass, he took the knife (laughs) into his precinct to get the case number, because he wants to frame it like a, like a Bob Seger gold record or something. He wants to frame it with the case number and everything and put it on his wall. And they're like, well, this is evidence from like 14 years ago, 15 years ago. Why didn't you turn this in? So he's in all kind of trouble. Yeah, FD yeah. Applies. They can't go after OJ. Caleb, what do you make of all this? This is insane, right?
2: Yeah, it's very insane. Uh, I think... Um that it's crazy enough that it is for real. I think that that everybody's, there's a bunch of idiots. I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of idiots. And, uh, I mean, I I feel like some people are like, ooh, FX has just planted this guy to say he had a knife. It's like, nah, I don't don't think they (laughs) would risk all going to jail. But, uh, I mean, I think he found a knife and then put it together later was like, Oh wait, I found it there? Oh, that might mm-hmm. be the thing. so I mean I don't know. I I I don't think there's anyone who just now started thinking OJ did it. Like I feel like everybody had their mind. I don't think this knife is making anybody go, wait a second, I think OJ's guilty Right, right, and yeah, there. I mean, there I is a conspiracy
1: theory for everything, and we've done several shows on conspiracy theories, so I won't um, go too much into that here. But I will ask everyone this, and I'll kind of put this around the table. I know, you know, I feel like our grandfather, our grandparents, they remember the day like that World War II ended. They knew where they were, <laughs> and everybody remembers the day Kennedy was shot. And my generation, because I'm 44, so I'm a generation ahead of you. Like, my generation definitely remembers where we were when O.J., the verdict came out for O.J., that he was not Uh, guilty. And in our kids, they're going to remember, I don't know, like when Kanye announced his 2020 bid officially for president. (laughs) No, no. They're they're going to remember
0: when Kanye got up on stage with Taylor Swift and interrupted. They're going to remember that. Like, that's the big... And, and I love how you say, oh, people in my generation remember. I'm like, dude, I was in school.
1: I remember. And we were watching it on TV. What you, you talking have a tale like, probably a toddler then, right? That was like 20 years ago. Where were you when the verdict came out? Uh,
2: I think It would have been mid, a four or five, right? Uh, I had a really early bedtime growing up. I had to be in bed by like 730. So I was, I was either in bed or just playing outside. We didn't get to watch TV a lot when I was little.
1: And that wasn't I even was, on your radar, right, like the whole I O.J. thing?
2: You yeah, didn't know who yeah. O.J.
1: was. Fern, D., where were you guys at? I was actually at Olive Garden. I was a pasta boy <laughs> at Olive Garden. And what's crazy, the reason I compare this to, like, Kennedy getting assassinated is because Olive Garden had never played any news, any announcements, presidential election, whatever oh, things wow. I was there for over Whoa. the intercom. But they went and they had a little portable TV and they hooked it up to the mic in the back kitchen, and they actually played the verdict over the intercom. It's the only time they ever played anything that wasn't music over the intercom. That's how important the OJ verdict was, and that's why I remember it because I was like, "Wow." Do you remember what,
2: how the Olive Garden responded?
1: People were just blown away. It was a big deal. I remember what a big deal it was, and I was thinking the whole time, "Why do I care?" Like, there are people watching <laughs> on a continuous loop O.J. and the Bronco, and they were be like, yo, did you see O.J. and the Bronco? And well, what are you watching tonight? Oh, they're going to play a special two-hour episode of O.J. and the Bronco. And I'm, I'm like, wow. Crazy. I want to watch Power Rangers and drink a beer. I don't care about this shit. Where are you guys at when um, O.J., the verdict came down with O.J.?
3: Well,
0: I was actually, um, I was in class. Um, I, and I don't know how, the only reason I remember where exactly I was is because I remember the class and it was so much fun. Um, it was actually like U S history and we were watching it on the TVs in class. I was like a sophomore in high school. And, um, that was my favorite class because I was really good at reading out loud. So basically I didn't have to do anything in that class, but read out loud when the teacher asked me to and sit around and play board games. (laughs) And, I mean, it was like, yes, I can, you know, I can do nothing in this class. So we watched, like, Stargate and um, Gandhi and all this really, really cool stuff, and we were watching that um, as it was happening. And I just remember we were sitting half of it, well, probably about half, were sitting on one side of the room because they thought that he did it, and some people were sitting on the other side of the room because they thought he didn't do it. And I was standing in the middle because I was like, you know, I don't know. I said, I know, you know, you guys think he did, you guys think he didn't, whatever. I said, I haven't seen enough evidence to convince me. So I don't know. He might have done it. It seems like something a person would do in his situation, but I haven't seen the evidence to do it. I don't believe the bullshit with the glove. You know, I was just yeah. wow. Was very you were innocent. really so breaking it down for high school. I was, and yeah. Every I, I, I'm a nerd. What do you get? Um. So I remember we watched it, and it was like the whole school. I think must have been watching because it was an uproar. Like, I mean, good and bad. It was just noise for like five minutes, and I was just thinking, wow, this is a really big deal and Fern. I didn't really care enough to make noise
1: wow <laughs> Fern, do you do
3: you were <laughs> Oh yeah, I was actually I have a better story about my seventh grade history teacher than I do about this. For God's sake, I, this never didn't really affect me like that. No, seriously, my history teacher in seventh grade used to give us word searches and candy bars, and that was the entire class. Our semifinal, yeah, I, I our, you were, our finals, no, so and our midterms—totally
1: different with that. When you said candy bars,
3: <laughs> yeah, I Taylor mean, we our totally midterms and finals were Jeopardy and candy bars. That's that, it was the easiest class ever. But I was actually in music theory class in high school. The public school system really failed you guys. My God, yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. I used to actually really
0: <laughs> like doing math because my math teacher was fun. You know?
3: Yeah. It didn't. It didn't affect me. I remember where I was when the Berlin Berlin Wall fell. I remember where I was when oh, the Challenger yeah. blew up. I remember where I was when 9/11 happened. Those things impacted me a lot. But you know, all I gotta say is I was like, all right, they're announcing it over the loudspeaker. I'm in music theory class. I can't believe he's not guilty. All right, moving on. It really didn't affect me that much. Caleb, it was is kind it of lame, weird? actually.
1: <laughs> because you were such a small child at that time, Caleb. Is it weird now hearing that they were announcing it over all these school intercoms? Like, that's something they would announce at school? OJ didn't do it? Isn't that strange well, I just didn't, that?
2: To me, it wasn't because if you were my age when that happened, your perspective is very different because I never knew a uh, fun charming OJ or naked gun OJ or or hurts oh. OJ or the star <laughs> i all, the first time i ever heard his name was murderer OJ from my parents and uh so to me there was no uh there was not a lot of tension and not not a lot of interest until recently because i was just like of course OJ did it cuz he never he entered my brain guilty uh, from the first time I heard of him when I was like three years old. Uh, but now I'm fascinated by it, and I love the show, and I love the documentaries and reading about it. And I mean, he's the most famous guy ever accused of murder. I mean, it's it's hard to understand it, but I love being able to watch and see how people felt. It is then,
1: an amazing show. And David yeah, Swindler yeah, is amazing great. in that, as um Kardashian. Oh, he's so good. I, yeah.
2: I was so worried he was going to be bad. I was like, is Ross really? Uh, anytime Ross trying to be somebody that's not Ross. I'm like, oh, what's he doing? But he's so good. He really made me feel bad for doubting him. He's perfect for that role.
1: Yeah, he stepped it up in that. Let me ask you this. Um, This is something I didn't know, and maybe you three knew it, and I'm just out of touch, but this, to me, shows you what a change OJ is reputation-wise now. And OJ is currently in prison for armed robbery. He robbed a casino in 2007. And I didn't uh, even know this geez. until I started digging in for this episode. How in the hell did I not know he's in, currently in prison? No, I didn't know. Did you guys know this? Yeah. No, yeah. I had no idea.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, 24 well, 7 me.
1: for three months of OJ and the Bronco. And which is to me not even you know, not even high tense drama. And then this guy robs a, a casino a few years ago and nobody even hears about it? That's crazy to me.
2: Well, I think they are a little ashamed of what they had to do, but clear I mean he did he and it was also his own stuff. He was taking his old jerseys and uh trophies that uh I think they ruled later technically were his at the time. But he went about it the wrong way. He like brought a gun and was like, "Give me my trophy." And uh, and they have a tape of him being like, "You know who I am. I'm OJ. You can't take." And and uh, he was technically violent. and It was technically robbery, and so they got him on armed robbery and kidnapping. Somehow, you know that was but a really good kidnapping. impression.
1: They should have got you. Yeah, I'm,
2: of Cuban I'm Good, I'm and a good OJ.
1: Excellent <laughs> <And>, uh,
2: <laughs> OJ. They said, even they admitted, they were like, if it were anybody else, we would have given them like six months or something. But they gave O.J. 33 years for that just because they wished they had gotten him for the other thing.
1: Wow. Uh,
2: But it's so funny. You can pull it up on YouTube where they're sentencing him, and everybody in the court is like, what? They're
1: giving him 33 years? I know. It's it's crazy. That we never heard yeah. about that. I mean, I'm sure some people did, but it wasn't on my radar. I was reading an interview with the cast from um, the People versus O.J. Simpson, and one of them was like... Yeah, Cuban Gooding Jr. was like, hey, people always ask me, did I go interview O.J. for this role, which I think is a ridiculous question, right? Like, Cuban, even even right. when I didn't know he was in jail, I don't think Cuban Gooding Jr. is going to call him up and go, you want to talk about this horrific murder and this trial? <laughs> you want to give me some tips? Like, uh, do you scratch your chin in a funny way when you're nervous? Yeah. Like, of course he's not doing that. But then it was like, well, he's yeah. in jail, and, of course, I'm not going to go to jail. And I was like, he's in jail. And I started looking into it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Oh, I, how did I not know this? This is nuts. All right. Yeah, and we got it's, one more that's a weird trailer. story. It's yeah. Bizarre, and it's fascinating, and I'm glad that they are doing this because it def- definitely gives me a different take on it. And I've kind of yeah. made deep, begrudgingly watch it, and she's glad I did, as I do many things. Yeah. I drag yeah, I do yeah, it, like, it all the
0: time. I'm like, seriously? Like, how many hours is that John Adams uh, miniseries?
3: I don't and, like, yeah. the first time
0: he made me watch it, I was like, oh, my God, are you freaking kidding me? And now I, I think I've seen it three times. I freaking love it. I'm like, uh, hey, let's watch that again. <laughs>
3: like, I always have oh to do God. that with my
2: girlfriend, too. I always have to be like, yeah. give, well, let's watch the first scene. and If you watch the first scene, you hate it. We never have to talk about it again. But Give it five minutes. And she's yes. like, no, 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 and I'm then finally check. she does, okay. and, and then it's her favorite show. Yep,
1: yeah, that's how it works. Well, one thing I don't have to drag you to go see is eleven twenty two sixty three on Hulu. Ooh, buddy, the new Stephen King yeah, show it's Monday night about the <laughs> yeah, the assassination of JFK. Caleb, 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 fifty over fifty years later. Why are we still obsessed with the Kennedy assassination?
2: Well, I think it's because. Uh, no one other. I I I am one hundred percent sure what happened, uh, or at least I'm one hundred percent sure about one thing that I think happened that was not uh, told to us.
1: By, okay. Uh, let's
2: see. And what I think, I don't know with the conspiracy if Lee Harvey acted alone, if there was a second shoot, all that. But I do think one of the shots that hit Kennedy came accidentally hit him and came from a Secret Service agent who was getting his gun out quickly to try and kill Lee Harvey Oswald. I do think that. Hmm. Uh, and I think there's a very good reason for them to keep that a secret because it would make the Secret Service look incompetent. It would make people furious. So I do think they covered up that part of it. I don't know if it was CIA or, or, or what the actual conspiracy is, but I think one of the bullets hit him And the reason that it doesn't make sense is because it came from an angle of people closer to him, which was the Secret Service agent. Mm
1: -hmm. But this is the greatest conspiracy. I mean, there's so many. I mean, there's the phone company killed him. The Cuban mob killed him. And there's so many. And we're still obsessing over this. And you dig into this TV show, which I I always feel like time travel shows are a cheat anyways. But the way that they (laughs) did this one... I kind of dig it because he has to stay there for that reality yeah. to stay permanent. Yeah, so it's kind of like, well, why is the guy sending him there? Because the guy's never going to see the results of it because he's going to go back and it's going to stay permanent, but it's not going to affect the guy who sent him there. It's just going to be like an alternate reality. Yeah, so maybe. Uh, Okay, well, what do you think? Give me your take, Fern. Yeah,
3: you got classic King involved in this, and Stephen King is is notorious for twisting your brain. I'm from Maine. I love Stephen King. I met him in Bookland one time. It was awesome. (laughs) Uh, I've been reading King since I could. I actually even bought the Green Mile series as it came out week by week in booklets. I mean, I love this guy. And he will twist your brain. And my feeling is with this butterfly effect, that if he changes this, or even some of the small things that he changes, that it could possibly affect the the uh, the diner keeper in the end.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. And I also I think it's weird that he would try to change one little thing, like he tried to make a phone call to warn somebody, and a, and a car would come smashing into him. But then he goes yeah, that's in there King. and stops this other guy, and totally changes the lineage of this whole family. And times like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we're cool with that. I guess that guy was such an asshole, time didn't care. <laughs> yes,
3: <it makes> <laughs> yeah. Is that what was the
1: first?
0: Well, no, I mean... <clears throat> yeah, but the pack always pushed back, even if you didn't notice. Like, even if you don't notice um, the way in which it did, it did. Like, there's always something. Like, I mean, it, it just... I don't know. Like, how he's got kind of this sidekick right now, I don't know how in the world that was even possible. Um... I mean, but it's Stephen King. I mean, like like Frank, dude. I've been reading Stephen King since I was in like third grade. Like seriously, that mm-hmm. was the first. Yeah, he Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, well, I read the Dark is Rising series, and then I found Stephen King, and I, that was it. So I, I read Stephen King and Anne Rice from like then, even to now, I still read them both, and uh, I mean, it's.
1: It's well, confident. I have to say, Caleb, um, you sound like you're really into the O.J. miniseries, but you sound much more starry-eyed over to Stephen King uh, miniseries going on. It seems like this is something that you're really into, right?
2: Well, I like it for um, several reasons. I like that obviously that it's JFK, and I'm obsessed with JFK. And I also like that it's time travel because I'm a big—I love time travel movies. I love Groundhog Day and anything where yeah. that's involved. And so I like that it's you can't really cuz one of the worst part about JFK theories and stuff when you watch JFK entertainment is there's so much you can't enjoy cuz you're like oh this is, this is too wacky or this is not that couldn't have happened or this guy got a weird theory but with this one it's like oh it's a time travel one so you can't really argue with it because right. it's already fictional so i enjoy that part of it too and uh and he drinks two margaritas in the first episode and that's my favorite drink and so I like that part of it. And I just, I love Stephen King. I love the weird past. Is like the past is a villain that's like after him. I, I've i never seen the past used that way. Like uh, when people just go, go, you shouldn't be here. And then the lady that hits the phone booth and she's yeah. dead in the car crash. And she's like, you shouldn't be here. Like, oh. Just yeah, crazy. I know. Isn't that like, so oh, fun. my God.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I keep yeah. waiting to find, I, I keep waiting to see who's going to tell him that next. But you know, when I was, was a kid, be, like weird. When I, I was a kid, there was actually a quote from him. He said he,
3: he, yeah, he said he scared himself so bad that he slept with the nightlight on. Stephen King <laughs> did. Nice. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, like, so I, I'm. Go ahead. No, good. go ahead, D. I'm sorry.
0: I no, I was going to say that. That totally makes sense because, uh, like, Nick knows I'm. I'm one of these people that I seek out scary movies and and terrifying books and things like that because i i nothing scares me like seriously nothing um any scary movie yeah you can get me to jump cuz you surprise me but that's it but like stephen king the stuff in my own head is able to uh-huh. scare me to death like i'm yeah. like i can make myself paranoid enough where I'm, like, running through the house in the dark, and I'm like, you know, but give me a book or a movie, and it's not going to happen.
1: Maybe I'm the one that should be sleeping with a nightlight on. (laughs) The creep factor.
3: All right, we got to wrap
1: this up. Let me ask you this last thing, though, Caleb. If we're talking about time travel, past or future, you can only go to one time period. Are you going into the future and taking a sneak peek, or are you going into the past and trying to change something?
2: I'm uh, definitely past uh because uh the 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 past is frightening but not as frightening as what I've cooked up in my head that the future will be. And uh as long as I do the geographically put the time machine in the right place and I know what's going on 200 years ago or whatever, I think I'll have fun in the past. Cuz it's fun yeah. for James Franco. He gets to inflation is on his side. He's got tons of money. He knows what's going to happen. That sounds way more fun than being out of place and uh, and confused. And, man, I think in the future Trump's going to be president. I just don't want to be any yeah. part of it.
1: You don't want to hop 50 years in <laughs> the future and you're, like, into Trump's 12th term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be a <laughs> yes, nightmare.
2: Definitely past for me.
1: All righty. Caleb, it has been a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for making time to call in on a weird Monday episode. We've never done this before. Great. Thanks. Well, hopefully I'll see you guys soon. And, uh, and yeah. We will. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. Tell everybody where they can find you, though, online, on your way out uh, You can
2: find me at Caleb Sinan, C-A-L-E-B-S-Y-N-A-N. That's my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything. It's my Tumblr. Uh, if you just type that in there, you'll find me. And uh, Or ca- type in Caleb Conan and my Conan YouTube video will come up and you can find me. With and the everyone should there,
1: be so. checking that. That is an amazing clip.
2: Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much.
1: All righty. I'll, I'll, real quick before we end, D, who's coming on Kettle of Fish this coming Sunday? Well, this Sunday on Kettle of Fish, assuming everything goes
0: as well as it typically does, we are actually having comedian Heidi Heavlitz who is Probably I, I think I can safely say she's one of my two favorite redheads we've ever had on the show. and I think that's because I think we've only had two redheads on the show. So I think I'm I think I'm safe. Uh yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna have Heidi on. She's gonna be a lot of fun. Kanye West.
1: That's <laughs> what she wants to talk about, along with her comedy. I it's Tuned in on a weird Monday. Thank you. Go check us out on Libsyn. We're going to be on Spotify soon, hopefully. But Libsyn was the back door to get us set up on Spotify. So we need Mm -hmm. to get some numbers over there to get accepted to Spotify. So please check us out on Libsyn. Enter the Kettle of Fish contest, and we will send you a big kettle full of weird, fishy stuff. It sounds better than it is. (laughs) No, it's better than it sounds. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I had it Mom. back for you. I'm tired, man. Uh, give me a break. 7:30 at, at night. <laughs> it's not worth it. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks everyone for listening. Dee Fern, everybody, say goodbye. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.